Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Hi. What's up? We got some stories. Oh. I don't remember what stories they are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got them. It's going to be a grab bag. We love a grab bag. When I say it's going to be a grab bag, I mean, they might not all be winners. Oh, so that kind of grab bag. (laughs) Because I was like, technically, all of them are well, grab that's bags. What I, that's why I had to clarify. <laughs> okay. We don't know what's going to hit. No. Great way to start the show. Yeah. Great Everyone's way to, super great, excited. Great way to start the show. Our top story. Ooh. Scientists made a meatball out of <laughs> mammoth meat. I saw that. It was big. This is, it's a giant meatball. It's so, I, it was all over my timeline. This is an exciting discovery in science, yes, or advancement in scientific capabilities. Mm-hmm. This is from the Guardian: meatball from long extinct mammoth created by food firm. A mammoth meatball. Oh my God! The Guardian won't let me keep reading. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you guys. They they love to do that where you get the first few paragraphs. Or I've had it happen where I open it and read it. But then when I reopen it, That's it's like, you've happened. already read it. That's what and it's happened. like, no, once you read an article, you get to keep it forever. I'm, I'm sure there's so another mad. meatball there, story. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was all over the news. Okay, this is from CNN. Okay. Australian, <laughs> Australian company develops a meatball by inserting synthesized DNA from a prehistoric mammoth into the muscle cell of a sheep and adding a dash of African elephant DNA. That's crazy. Okay, but I truly thought that they had defrosted some mammoth meat <laughs> and made the meatball. I didn't realize they just recreated <laughs> wait, the... De- wait, <laughs> I thought they had some old meat that was been frozen that they found, and they defrosted it. Oh and my then God. made a meatball. Like they had a mammoth steak. <laughs> like a literal, they ground it into <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> Can you imagine how freezer burned that meat would I be? I mean, I guess you're right, but I didn't, I actually didn't think people were going to eat it. They just made it for fun. But so they recreated it using DNA. Okay. I had to click on an, a new, an additional website because that CNN article I clicked on was just a video. Oh. And no. they gave a little blurb. Yeah. They really, really not. Uh, they don't want us to have this meatball story. This meatball story needs to get out to our listeners. Big meatball <laughs> is stopping us. <laughs> this is from Insider, my third source. On the mammoth meatball, a company made a volleyball sized meatball with mammoth DNA. <laughs> this is but, so gross. But no one tasted it. Because humans could be allergic to the 5,000-year-old protein. I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm so confused. This is where I'm like, I do not know how science works. Because if, is it old? If it's the DNA? 
It's no. Okay. okay I'm just, I don't Here's know. Here's a picture of it. It looks very large. I don't know why they decided to make the meatball this big. It seems, that looks very dry. It seems, <laughs> it seems like a, like why waste the meat for this purpose? Do you to, know what I mean? To not eat it, you mean? Well, why are they making this? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Chicken, fish, or mammoth? Vow, an Australian cultured meat startup, has engineered a giant meatball made with a surprising protein, woolly mammoth DNA. But no one has tasted it because humans could be allergic to the 5,000-year-old protein. The meatball was made from lab-grown sheep cells injected with a myoglobin gene from the extinct woolly mammoth, according to Val. When it comes to meat, myoglobin is responsible for the aroma, the color, and the taste, James Ryle, Val's chief scientific officer, told Reuters. But the meatball myoglobin isn't pure mammoth because the DNA sequence wasn't complete enough on its own. The company had to fill in gaps of the mammoth's mammoth's DNA sequence using fragments of African elephant DNA, a close relative to the mammoth, according to Val. So this is like a hybrid meatball. This is diabolical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is Frankenball. (laughs) Frankenball. The resulting giant meatball is intended to make a statement about the food industry rather than a new menu item. You can look, but you can't eat it. The meatball aims to challenge the public and meat industry to think differently about how we produce and consume food, highlighting cultured meat as a viable alternative to traditional animal agriculture, Vow said in a press release. Personally, Desi, I'm very pro-cultured meat in a lab. I think it could help feed people, and I think if it tastes the same, I'm, I'm fine to eat it if we don't have to kill animals. No comment. <laughs> I'm I'm into the cultured meat idea. I think we should have more of it. But I do think it's bullshit that no one tried this meatball. Well, if you can't eat it, it's not uh, viable. Someone had to take one for the team and taste it. Or why can't they like put some of the meat on human DNA? And if it like... Ew. Like, do you know what I mean? You just stick it on there and it goes... Ooh. Oh, like it sizzles? <laughs> like it, yeah, it sizzles. I've seen that in movies. That's... <laughs> That's really scientific. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, who's... Oh, Jesus. My cat has my headphones. Hold on. So the article continues about why humans can't eat this protein. It says, normally we would taste our products and play around with them, but we were hesitant to immediately try and taste because we're talking about a protein that hasn't existed for 5,000 years. I've got no idea what the potential allergenicity might be of this particular protein, Ryle told CNN. There is evidence that ancient humans consumed mammoth meat and that they also used clever preservation methods, including submerging the meat in cold water due to the sheer quantity of meat that could be harvested from the animal. Research suggests that mammoths went extinct partially due to climate change. So maybe that's also why they're using mammoth DNA for this, is to highlight how cultured meat could help combat climate change. Hmm. They're like, see, look what happened to the mammoths. We can't eat them anymore because we, we can't have their protein. It's 5,000 years old. 
Yeah. I mean, I'd rather just not eat meat. Although it would be scary. It would be scary to have mammoths walking around today. Is that the one with the horns? Are they bigger than elephants? Are they woolly? They're woolly <laughs> mammoths, Debbie. So they're like the furry with the big horns. They're kind of like furry elephants. They are cute. They're cute, but they're also like look like they came out of a fantasy book. I wonder what their vibe was. Mm. Like are they aggressive? Are they vegetarians? Yeah, they if they're peaceful, like vegetarians, that could be super cute. Yeah, is it are they like a giant Totoro where they're sweet? And you could ride their horns. Yeah. And that's how you get on top of them. They lift you up. You sit on the horn and, and they, they lift, lift you up. up like a chairlift. <laughs> so that's cute. cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean woolly mammoths could be very cute. Would you take one for the team and try the woolly mammoth meatball? Um, no, I would not. I do want to know what it tastes like. But I don't I, I would have if it was real woolly mammoth. Like if it was from a, a steak. Yeah. But it, you're right, it would be very freezer burned. They should <laughs> <laughs> Because you know it, they didn't wrap it properly. They did not wrap it properly back then. Anyway, this is from the Associated Press. Arizona Dairy Queen on the hunt for missing red spoon statue. So the restaurant. The Dairy Queen. Not a, not a person who is the Dairy Queen. <laughs> no, no. No. Because that would be cute. The Dairy Queen. Because remember, we didn't we have like a kielbasa queen? She was the sausage queen. The sausage queen. Okay. So this is the restaurant. This is Dairy Queen, the place, DQ. Somebody stole their giant spoon that sits outside of the restaurant. Here's a picture of the spoon. Oh, that is a giant. Wow. That's like, a very, this is like the way all new fast food restaurants look and I don't like it. I don't like it either. And we get tweets like this all the time and... I share their grievances. The tweets are always like, we need to go back to how McDonald's, Taco Bell, all these fast food places used to look back in the 70s and 80s and Remember 90s. the old Taco Bell? It literally had like the little bell-shaped top and the stucco. Yeah, it was like a California Mission-style building. Yeah, and now they're all black boxes. Every fast food place is so hideous looking I fucking now. hate it. So this is a Dairy Queen, but it looks like the Taco Bell that's in my neighborhood. Just the black box uh, or dark gray. No, they're all like that now. It's so depressing. I hate it. Anyway, this is from Phoenix, Arizona. The owners of a Dairy Queen in Phoenix remain perplexed and slightly amused as to why someone would steal the giant red spoon that adorned their restaurant. We were kind of upset. But then more puzzled, Pooja Kalara said, I'm sorry, Kalra said Wednesday, what are they going to do with a spoon? It's she- funny. It's funny to steal. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems difficult. It's very large. It's, this, it's the length of the, I mean, it's like almost the height of the building. It is very large, but I do think that's why it's a funny thing to steal. It's something kids would want to steal. Right. It's like a scavenger hunt. She and her husband, Raman Kalra, say the spoon snatching occurred sometime between late Friday and early Saturday. Mm. The 15-foot-tall spoon stood against the side of the building with the handle nestled in an opening of a roof parapet. Their surveillance camera caught two people appearing to manipulate the screws that held the spoon to a base and then taking off on a small motorbike. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see this video. That's funny. That is funny. They were so precise about it. 
like they had done it before, Raman Kalra said. They just wiggled their way through and made sure the spoon was not damaged. The couple reported the theft to the Phoenix police. Sergeant Brian Bauer confirmed officers were called and are investigating. No suspects have been identified. Getting another spoon made, delivered, and then installed would cost over $7,000. What? Dairy Queen is known for doling out plastic red spoons with their soft-serve blizzards. Um, anyway, this article is pretty... It, it keeps going on. My Why? favorite... My, but, <laughs> <laughs> what more do we need to know? <laughs> um, th- this this uh, Dairy Queen's trying to come up with creative strategies to spread the word about the spoon swipe. The staff at this location is going to start wearing Where's My Spoon t-shirts. And they've also put flyers up around various branches of of Fina in Phoenix. They're getting a nice little boost. The reward is one blizzard treat from every flavor of the summer menu. My favorite part of this story, though, is the quote from one of the like the co-owner of this place. He says, "I appeal to the person. The spoon is too big to eat anything." <laughs> we want you to bring it back. It's not usable. It's just for decor. What are you doing? You're not going to be able to eat anything with it. Meanwhile, someone in Phoenix has that spoon leaned up against their roof. In their dorm room. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like a surfboard. It's hanging over the fireplace like a marlin. (laughs) Like like, they caught the spoon. They caught the spoon. It's up there. I mean, it's very funny. The funny thing is thinking that these people have been checking out like, okay, we just got to remove the screws and then it's going to slide. Like they've been doing, they've been planning this for a they while. They cased this joint. They cased the joint. They figured out how easy it was to get because it had only, it only was attached at the bottom. If it was attached at top, they wouldn't have been able to get up there and remove it. Right. Yeah. So just got to attach your screw, your spoon better. Sorry. <laughs> now is this, is this a, um, is this a Dairy Queen product or was this this franchise's little edition? That's what I'm curious about. I don't know. It sounds like it was their edition because I... I've never seen it. I've never seen it before. Not that I go to Dairy Queen a lot, but... I haven't been to Dairy Queen in so long and they didn't look like that. It sounds like maybe it was their edition or their choice because he was like, it cost $7,000 to replace. That's so much money. What was it made of? I don't know. Doesn't that seem extreme? Seven thousand. I feel like a thousand sounds like a lot. Yeah, but I guess for the installation, they should just have the guys who stole it reinstall it. I think they got ripped off by the installation guys. Maybe this is a conspiracy. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I have a frog in my throat. (laughs) The outrage. (laughs) Leave this in. I'm sorry. Maybe this is a conspiracy that... The people who installed and sell the spoon are also the thieves because yeah. they want them to keep buying spoons because no one else is buying the spoon. This is their whole business. And that's how they knew how easy it was to get rid of, <laughs> to take it. <laughs> I think they just keep selling the same spoon yeah. back to the franchise. That's crazy. So they don't have to like keep producing them. No. Every six months they steal it again. <laughs> Our next story, Mr. Feeney turned 96 years old. Wow. You know, you know Mr. Feeney. Of course. Boy, me. <laughs> That's old. He's yeah. that old? He's I'm sorry. First of all, it's surprising to me that William Daniels is still alive. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. That's who played him. He was the voice on Knight Rider. He's really old. You're right. He was on a lot of things. He's the, yeah, he's the voice of the car. Knight Rider. Yeah. Is that the car's name? Is its name Kit? (laughs) Kit's the car. (laughs) David David Hasselhoff is the Knight Rider. (laughs) I think it's bullshit that the car had such a dumb name. Kit. Yeah, it probably was a, uh, it probably stood for something. It's like an act. Kinetic. Engineering. I don't know. I can't think. Um, he's so old. Damn. God, we're so mean. <laughs> I'm just shocked because he. I saw him recently. Because remember that story came out about him yes. and his wife in a three way or something. Wait, no. <laughs> yes. Wait, Wait no. <laughs> you were talking about the story where he he defended his home from an intruder no this is a lie william daniels did not have a three-way he was in an open marriage or something (laughs) back in the day and he's he's been married for like a hundred years or something and recently came out a few months ago that he was like in an open marriage or something Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Page six, wife of Boy Meets World actor William Daniels details open marriage. We need to do a Hollywood crime scene main episode (laughs) on William Daniels. Seriously. Just because I'm sure he has an interesting life story, but then we can talk about this. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. Anyway, look, So this actor was a big part of my childhood. Mr. Feeney, one of the all-time great... Uh, sitcom television characters. Yes. William Daniels obviously has a very long career. He's 96 years old and he celebrated his 96th birthday with most of much of the cast of Boy Meets World. Oh. This is from today. The blo- he, he ran a train on them. <laughs> Desi. Desi, you can't say that about Mr. Feeney. <laughs> We're going to get our angriest emails yet. <laughs> no one is a bigger fan of Boy Meets World than me, so cool it, guys. Okay. Wow. The beloved Boy Meets World cast reunited in Chicago March 30th to celebrate William Daniels' 96th birthday. Daniels and his wife, Bonnie Bartlett, that's the girl. She's still, she's still <laughs> kicking because she just released this info. She's still mad about it. <laughs> they were joined by Daniel Fischel. Ryder Strong, Will Friedel, Trina McGee, and Anthony Tyler Quinn. Anthony Tyler Quinn pl- played Mr. Turner. But was um, Ben Sa- Ben Savage was no, there? No, he's running for Congress. Oh, right. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's going to vote for him. Where is he running? Well, first he had an unsuccessful campaign in West Hollywood. He ran, oh, right. He ran for something, like city council. Right, okay. And no one voted for him. Ah. The gang was honored to celebrate 96 years of with the legendary Bill Daniels in person at Chicago's The Loyalist Chicago, the Pod Meets World Instagram account shared. What a life. What an icon. <laughs> that sounded so insincere. What a life. What an icon. <laughs> you want to see a picture of him and his yeah. wife? Yeah, of course. She looks fun. Oh, yeah. She looks real fun. She looks wild. <laughs> she, she looks like she would be in an open marriage. <laughs> what is wrong with me right now? Time flies. Spend it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spend it with the ones you love. He captioned the post. Aww. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. They make me feel so young. Look, 
William Daniels, Aries King, fellow Aries oh, here. Right. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. Feeney. What else we got? Oh, our listener sent this to us okay. yesterday. Just in the nick of time. We got a we got a message about this really important story. This is from WSB TV, South Fulton County. One lane of I-285 SB reopens after tractor trailer full of pasta catches fire. Pasta? <laughs> it caught fire. Where's the Alfredo truck when you need it? <laughs> East Point, Georgia, a portion of the I-285 southbound is shut down in South Fulton County after a tractor trailer caught fire. According to the triple team traffic, the I-285 SB is closed at Camp Creek Parkway in East Point. News Chopper 2 is flying over the scene and was able to zoom into the trailer. (laughs) News Chopper 2. (laughs) And see that it was filled with pasta. (laughs) Like, uh, are we running the station? <laughs> I don't care if it's in the budget. We've got to get News Chopper 2 out there to make sure it's pasta. <laughs> we have to get a shot of, of the, of the uh. fusilli in flames. <laughs> <laughs> the tractor was creating large amounts of smoke in the area for over an hour. Traffic is being diverted. On Highway 166. Oh my God. (laughs) Did we get a picture? No. But the fire has been put out. But they still don't know when this southbound lane is going to open. So, for all our listeners, the lane's still closed. (laughs) (laughs) There was a pasta accident. I'm so sorry to tell you. Are you sitting down? (laughs) Um. Should we do one more story? Sure. Let's do a feel-good story to close this out. This is from Yahoo Sports. Hmm. This story comes from Brendan. He he texted me this yesterday. Sergio Romo finds incredibly touching way to thank fans in his final professional baseball experience appearance. Sergio Romo knew the deal from the instant he re-signed with the San Francisco Giants. The move didn't signal a comeback for the 40-year-old reliever. It merely gave him a chance to end his career in front of the fans who supported him the most. Romo got that opportunity Monday when he made the last professional baseball appearance of his career. Romo was called in to pitch during a spring training game at Oracle Park so Giants fans could give him more motivation, oh, one more ovation before he retired for good. Little did those fans know Romo would also pay tribute to them during the outing? Throughout his final spring training, Romo made a deal with every kid who asked for his autograph. If he agreed to sign their piece of memorabilia, they would have to sign his cap. Aww. When Romo took the mound Monday, he wore the cap, now full of autographs from young Giants fans. Here's a picture of his signed cap from all these kids. That's so cute. Isn't that cute? Yes. Romo explained the decision after the game, telling ESPN, If this was the last hat I was going to wear in the big leagues, I figured it would be nice to not go out there alone. I'm going to tear up. Anyway, I thought that was a really sweet story. This article goes on about about Romo's career. Obviously, I'm a fan of his, being a Giants fan. I feel like every player who's really associated with a team should go back 
for one last game when they retire if they got traded or moved. Yeah. I mean, this is a really sweet thing to do. He didn't have to do this, but I really liked it. I think it's so what a nice little token that he has totally. that he has this hat now with all these fans, these little kid fans. Love a player who respects and loves his fans in the city. Mm. Right? Mm. Love, Love it. it. Anyway, those are our news stories. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. Yes. What are you watching and reading and stuff this week? Oh, hmm, what am I watching and reading and stuff this week? Well, I am watching Yellow Jackets. I am watching Succession. So they both had new episodes this week. Yeah. Have you watched Yellow Jackets? I haven't seen the second episode yet. Okay. How did you like the first episode? I liked it. I mean, it's the kind of show where I wish I could binge it. Because it always leaves me like frustrated. Yeah, I wish I could um, 
I want to rewatch the first season. There was a lot of stuff I forgot. Me too. It, which is weird because it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. Um, I think the thing with Yellow Jackets is they pack so... There's so many different storylines and information happening. Yes. And because there's like a young version and an old version of each character. Yeah. You have to kind of sometimes remember like, certain, wait, wait, which one is she? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially for me... Um, the younger Juliette Lewis doesn't really look like her. So I always forget that it's her. Well, I think it's the blonde hair. Yeah. I think they look similar facial feature wise. Not to me. They don't look anything alike to me. So I, I never think it's her. I never, I'm like, oh, right, that's Juliette Lewis. Like, I, I always just think, oh, that's Juliette Lewis because they, I think they purposefully gave her the same haircut from Natural Born Killers. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like something I forget long term. Right. But it's not an, like the other ones are instantly uh, recognizable to me for whatever reason, like especially the Melanie Linsky girl. Right. That looks exactly like her almost. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm watching those two. Um, did you like Succession this week? I did. It's like, it was a little business heavy for me. Here's I a- didn't understand a lot of it. Okay. Thank you. This is the topic I wanted to discuss. Somebody tweeted today, they were like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on in Succession, but I love the show. And other people were like, oh my God, me either. And it was a popular tweet. It had like a thousand likes on it, right? So enough people... And then I saw a similar tweet by someone else today that was also like, I have no idea. Because I'm going to be honest, I like Succession. I really enjoy watching it. But when they're talking about all these like merger deals and shit, I'm like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well... I will say this was the time I really didn't know what they were talking about. Other times I've been able to parse it enough where it doesn't bother me. This time I was like, I have no idea what the fuck they're trying to do at all. Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, I really didn't. Yeah, it was really unclear for me in this episode. And I do watch with subtitles. Oh, I'm seeing and hearing everything. I just don't get, I don't get what their plan is. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like when you're watching a show where people are plotting and planning, if you don't understand the mechanics of it, it's very difficult to get invested because I don't know when something happens like, oh shit, they're screwed now. Right. Because I I don't know what it means. No, like most of me watching Succession when they're doing like businessy stuff is me just going like, is that good? I honestly should listen to like a podcast or something recapping it because they might explain things in it. Like there's a few I have, I I, um, subscribe to, but I don't always listen to them. But maybe I should for this episode where they can lay out what the children are trying to do. Why? Like I don't get what they're doing with Hope Davis and like trying to get the board to vote against slow. You know what I mean? Like I just don't want more money. They think they can squeeze more money out of Matheson. The Swedish guy. I know, but I still don't get what their plan is. They're dumbasses. (laughs) First of all, I think they're dumbasses. And this episode did prove to me my point. Like Logan's on fire again. Yeah. Like in that opening scene where he's in the Fox news station or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and they're just incompetent. They're so stupid thinking that they can best their dad. It's never going to happen. Khan really was pathetic this episode. That was pretty sad. Because his wife <laughs> was having serious second thoughts. Or I mean his well, fiance. That, but just his speeches about 
not needing love being his superpower. Mm. <laughs> it's like one thing when you think something about a character, but it's another thing when you're like, oh, they know it too. And that's really awful. Yeah, like, he doesn't need love. He grew up without it. Oh, here's a shocking thing. You probably knew, but I did not know. Did you know that Shiv is the youngest? Yes. I did not know that. Who did you think was the youngest? Roman. Really? Yes. No, Shiv's the baby. I just thought she was the daughter and she got treated that way. But I thought Roman was the youngest. No, he's just like the most immature. I I truly thought he was the youngest. It was so obvious to me from the beginning that Roman was going to betray them too. He's oh, the Roman most unstable. is unstable. Like, he's unstable. And I also don't think he really cares no. about beating the dad as much as she No, Shiv. he doesn't have as much emotional investment into getting back at his dad because he doesn't care that much. He also doesn't care about the business. No. Like like Kendall really wanted to take over that business. And he, Shiv, too, to some extent, even though she had that other career, he just came in like season one or whatever when he started working it. Yeah. So he doesn't have this long-term investment in the business. He just wants the money. Right. And I don't blame him. He's he's right. He's honestly smarter if he decides like, oh, this is smarter to go with my dad. That was pretty funny, though, when they caught him that he texted the dad on his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. I mean, that's all, that's all Logan needs though. They're absolutely right that that was a huge betrayal. Like they need to cut the dad out cold, but they just can't, it just can't happen. They'll never work together mm. and they have to all be on the same page and fucking 100% and they just can't do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not, I always like succession even when it's an episode that's not that juicy for me because I didn't get a lot of the business stuff. I like seeing... Uh, the Skarsgård character, I can't remember his name. Matt's, Matson. He's he's hot. I love yeah. seeing him just fucking lounging around being a little bitch. Mm. Looking hot. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about the Skarsgårds. They just keep making hot men in that family. They don't know how to do anything else. That's <laughs> <laughs> They make hot men who are good actors. Yeah, and there's always a new one. There's There's a new one that just dropped. Yeah, I saw that guy. We talked about him. He's like... What is he like? Sixteen? I don't th- no. I think he's an adult. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have no idea. They they just always coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Stellan's like it's like calm, calm down. Stop making babies. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your rich old age. Um. Anyway, it was. It's still fun. It's still really fun to watch. Just because I think what I think what makes the show so enjoyable to such like a wide range of people who don't understand the business aspects of it or certain things is they get away they can get away with it and they can reach so many people because the writing is is good and the jokes are good and the acting's really good. Yeah, and I liked the siblings all hanging out. Yeah, uh, those kind of scenes get me. It's just the nitty gritty of what they're trying to do. I don't 100% get, but I understand enough where it doesn't take me out. Yeah. But I wish I knew exactly. So I could be like, ooh, now they're going to have that merger. Like, <laughs> I just like I just don't 100% get it. Yeah. I know they want money and this and that. And like, I don't quite get how they're getting to 10 billion. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, like, do they have that? I mean, I feel like they're putting it together but with what they gonna, think they have. They think they have it because they think the, they, they need the ten billion because they need the sale of of Waystar to go through. 
But it's not going to go through if Matheson backs out. So what are they doing? Waystar. Oh, Matson wants to buy Waystar. Yeah. But they need the $10 billion to buy Pierce or whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah, and they can't do that until Waystar sells. Yes. And now Logan's like not selling, maybe. Right? No, he's still selling. Yeah. He's not selling ATN. Oh, ATN. That's right, the right, one right. piece he's not selling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing either, Logan. I, I'm not quite sure what he's up to. He's always up to some shit. He's always going to win. I he just know he's way win. ahead. He's See, because he's cutthroat. He's mommy dearest. He's faster than them. He's <laughs> smarter than them. And he will always win. Because... He will go there and destroy his kids to win. They care. will not necessarily do it, and he knows that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of his watch. I did catch up on Love is Blind. I still haven't caught up on it. I've been so busy this week. I'm also catching up on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm really behind on that, but I'm back in, and I think I'm in the I'm in the thick of it, like a real... Um, I guess what people would consider the the glory years of the show, like season six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. That's a lot of the original cast. So I'm watching those. They're really good. It's my step in it's my step in show when I do my steps. On the treadmill? Yeah, on the treadmill. Because I don't really have to pay attention right. to that show. I don't care. Uh but yeah, so that I'm trying to think. No. I, my most of my life is spent. I, I listen to a ton of Vanderpump recap shows, like five of them. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like all of them. I'm not going to tell you who, right. but I still listen to them. Yeah. Because I don't, sometimes I, I truly don't agree with someone's opinion on a recap show. And do you ever have that? Of course. There's a 90 day recap. <laughs> there's a 90 day recap show I listen to where I think. They're wrong a lot, but I, I still listen to it and enjoy it, and I would never write them a bad review about it. No, I mean, I don't really care because whatever, it's interesting to me, but some some of these people I'm so, I just agree with so strongly that I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like crazy. No, it's all fun to listen to. Oh, totally. I mean, totally. I still, it's like, it's entertaining me, and it's like, just because I don't agree with it, I'm still going to listen to oh, it. Oh, absolutely. So... If you have a good recap show you like, let me know because I'm. I honestly would listen to more. Yeah, I do a lot of steps, and I need fucking things to listen to in my ear holes because <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a good way to do it. Oh, and I'm not talking about reality gaze. I'm a real reality gaze stan for life. No, I mean there's so many recap shows. On, yeah, I, I listen to everything. I listen to a bunch of reality recap shows. I like it too. I like listening to things when I clean or do things or do steps or whatever. So I'll, I always need more. And I like these type of things because it's like, it's not like a um, history or a story where it's like, if I miss something, it's detrimental. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, oh, I don't care if I miss something. Um, I've been going back and watching old drag race seasons that I missed. Oh, right. I like talking to you about that because I was alone talking without anyone to talk to about it. Dude. So now it's like satisfying because I'm like, yes. Well, I've been watching, so I've been going in like a weird order, but um, I missed, I've said before, I've missed so, I missed so much of it because I hadn't watched it in a really long time. And the se- some of the seasons that I did see were only seasons I would watch when I would, like it was my show I watched at the gym. Yeah. So 
I wouldn't see episodes in order. So now I'm like doing a proper re rewatch and watch of stuff I haven't seen at all. Right. So I'm I'm watching season four and I texted Desi. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Somebody just fucking barfed on the stage. Yes. An iconic moment. What an iconic moment. <laughs> That's like a one-of-a-kind drag race moment. I've never seen anything like that in my life where this queen, Willem, was the winner of that week's challenge. And then all the queens are still on stage while they're saying who's in the bottom. And Willem runs off the stage, vomits, like hurls. And they literally add sound effects. It was <laughs> like, unbelievable. Like you, those are, it was, it's so fake, but so gross. You think those were sound effects? Oh my God. Yes. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I don't think they'd have that clear of sound on him. But, but he was mic'd. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they stay mic'd back there, do they? He, Willem literally ran off the stage. Yeah. Maybe. To, to barf. I mean, if that's real, then that's really gross. <laughs> I would, I would throw that mic off before I barred. Anyway, and then, and then, moments later, after the lip sync, was it after the lip sync? I think so, because I remember how stressful it was. It was right after the lip sync. They RuPaul gets out on the stage, and she's like, "Willem has been removed from the competition because." Um, she broke the rules. Sashay away. <laughs> she like, didn't, yeah, it was just shocking. It was like a shocking 10 minutes of TV where all those things happen back to back. And all the girls on stage are like, oh, <gasps> like it was pretty shocking. Now that was a good episode. I Great was, season. I was floored. Yeah. No, I like getting your messages about it. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. I can't think of anything else I'm watching. Yeah. We were talking about that Kiefer Sutherland show. What's it called? Oh, God. The new one. The, the new one. The new one. Not the one that I watched and then fell off. I watched a season of and fell off. The he- Kiefer Sutherland has a new show on Paramount Plus called Rabbit Hole. Oh, right. And our friend James, friend of the pod, James Fritz, he says he watched like the first episode or the first two episodes. We need to get back to him and be like, is it good? Yeah, I love Kiefer. Total crush. Mm. Love him. You've loved him since Lost Boys, probably. Absolutely. <laughs> You've probably loved him since Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. He was in that, too. Yeah. He's, he's a bad He's been around boy. forever. He's a... Look, he's like exactly my type. A when, total bad boy. When your dad knows how to fuck, you, his you dad know how is to hot. fuck. He taught him everything. He might be bad at fucking. Donald Keith, Sutherland? No, Kiefer. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer might be bad. Like it's possible. It's possible. Also, he's is he still drinking a lot? <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll find out one day. Hopefully. Wow. <laughs> is he married? Hopefully, hopefully he's not married. I think he's married. Yeah, probably. They like to get married. Yeah, those bad boys. What'd you eat? Um. Well, I actually did go somewhere tonight. Uh, I went to Capri Club. <gasps> How how was it? Um, I really like the space. Now, this place was a famous episode of Kitchen Nightmares. An iconic episode. Yeah, with the twins. 
It is a little, it was a little Italian place and now they've kind of revamped it. It's still Italian themed or whatever. So I mean, they totally revamped it. Yeah. I mean, it was a shithole. In the Kitchen Nightmares... Oh, sorry. That's okay. In the Kitchen Nightmares episode, the twins who ran this place, I mean, first of all, it was disgusting inside. Like, unsanitary conditions, right? Yes. With peeling vinyl booths, disgusting carpet, hideous decor, dust everywhere, and the food that came out was, like, nauseating looking. Well, they have the red booths obviously new. It just looks like what that place wanted to look like because they, they did a good job uh, yeah. of revamping it is what I'm saying. Um, they have Italian type drinks like Aperol spritzers and I, I got an espresso martini. It was good. Mm. And it was like a very strong one. It's not like one of those like frou-frou ones. It was like maybe what it's supposed to be, like really co- strong coffee flavor. Yeah. Um, and I did get some of the snacks, but they didn't have the full array. They have like a small menu, like some snacks, but I did uh, have some in lasagna. Like you a, had lasagna? I, a small piece of it. I didn't eat the whole thing. Yeah. I had some bites and it was good. It was really thin lasagna noodles and like a lot of layers of Yum. thin noodles, which is how I like it. With a red sauce? Yes. It was a bolognese. So it had meat. Not not uh, mammoth meat. <laughs> no mammoth meat. meat sauce? No, it was not mammoth. But I liked it. I would say the flaw is it's pretty crowded and there wasn't a lot of seating. I mean, it's a hot place right now. But it was like 6 p.m. when I went. No, it's like a hot spot. I don't... I want it to have um, more seating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they had though? Here's my, my issue. They had these booths that were pretty big but every single booth had two people in it, which easily could have fit four to five people. Yeah. So it's like have smaller areas because it, it's annoying when there's two people in this space. Did you get a booth? No, I had to, I had to sit on a stool, but I didn't even have that initially <laughs> until someone left. And then I got like a little stool with like the, the little uh, shelf on the wall. I hate kind the of shelf. I know. I hate it too. I mean, I know it's there for a reason for space, but. Well, it was like, it was like, oh, thank you when I had no other option. Because right. I was like, well, I have to leave. Like, I can't stand here and right. like eat. And the other thing that was weird was one of the booths had um, a couple with a baby. I oh, really? Like, I was like, this is a bar. <laughs> I know. I mean, partially it was just like, I was like, give me the booth. You're not allowed to be here with a baby. Give me that booth. It was just kind of weird to see a baby in a bar. I was like, what is this, my childhood? <laughs> but it's also a restaurant. Uh, border. It's not a restaurant. There's no service. There's no like, they have food. It's like bar food. Yeah. This is a bar. Oh, with so you food. pick up your food at the bar. Yeah. Or they'll, they get, they'll bring it to you where you're sitting but you have your little number or whatever. You order it at the bar. Oh. So I wouldn't say it's like, I, I've never seen a baby in a place like that. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You have a baby and you can't do anything. <laughs> but sorry, give me that booth. <laughs> this is purely so that's the problem. It's purely about me wanting the booth and thinking like, why does that baby get a booth? It's a fucking baby. <laughs> it's like when you see a baby in first class. Yeah. It's just... It's just like, no, it was just me wanting the booth and be like, are they allowed in here? Like, <laughs> Right. 
Um, but yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. And I wish, um, they did have some outdoor seating, but it was like very smoke central. Mm. And I don't necessarily always want to be around that. And it was so windy today. It was like extra not doable. Right. Also, I didn't have my sunglasses and it was still really bright out. That was So there was multiple reasons. So maybe the outdoor seating would work in the future. But I really like the place. It's really nice looking. And I liked my drink and the food was pretty good. So I do recommend it, but know that it's very crowded. I had guisados tonight right before you came over. I know. I was pounding them. I was actually eating it while you were here. I was pounding those conchita pibil tacos, extra spicy. They're so spicy. They're really spicy. My mouth has been on fire this whole episode, but we made it through. We did it. Yeah. I'm really proud of myself. What else? What else did I eat this week? I'm laughing um, at your mug. Why? Because, well, obviously I bought you a mug with one of these pictures on it. From the same company. From the same company. It just makes me laugh how much that that one cat looks like Melon. <laughs> like, it really looks like him. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? The mug that Desi... Desi got me a mug from this company on Etsy. I forget the name of them now. I'm really sorry. And it became my favorite mug. It was It was a mug with a picture of a cat that looked exactly like Melon. It was like a drawing of a cat. It looked exactly like Melon. It was like a tarot card and it said the fool. And then it has this like big, chonky white and orange cat on it. And Masha, my other cat, broke it. She knocked it off the table because she loves knocking shit off tables. I, you know, you turn around for two seconds if you leave a glass unattended in this house and she's on it. Yeah. She's like, that can't be... That can't be up here. It has to be on the floor. You know what's funny? Because I'll always leave glasses up there and you're like on it. Yeah. But you know how you know your cat's bad behaviors? But that doesn't even register for me because right. that's not my cat's bad behavior. Because <laughs> you have other specific cat's yes, bad behaviors. Yes, but for you, it's like you're always on the cups on the counter. I don't even think about it. <laughs> no, I can't even... I can't... We've talked about this and I did get museum wax... For right. for an item that I did need displayed out. But you can't do that for your everyday cups. No, I can't do, or even a flower vase. Yeah. Because you want to move that around. Yeah. Well, let's not even get into the flowers. I can't have flowers because my other cat, Kugel, eats the flowers. Yeah. What a nightmare. Right. So I, you have a new version of the cup. I had to get a new version of the cup. They didn't have the original version anymore because it was like nine months had passed or whatever since you bought it. But they had a new version of the cup that has three, four, five? It's five. It's multiple cat tarot cards. Multiple cat tarot cards. It's very cute. And one of them is the full And one of them, there is still a melon. I was just like, that literally looks like melon posed for it. (laughs) It looks exactly like him. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. That's all I got too. (sighs) Anything else? No. Any final thoughts, Jerry Springer? No. Are we going to do a Jerry Springer episode? Absolutely. This year? But I don't know when. Oh, okay. I mean, we could. I don't, I don't even know if there's a good book on him, but I would love to do Jerry Springer. I bet he has a memoir. 
He had a whole other oh, career yeah. before Jerry Springer. He has, because he was like the mayor of Cincinnati or something. <laughs> right. And I think he got, And he got in trouble. He got, he had to leave the job because I think he paid, he got caught with sex workers or something. Yes. Yes. I can't remember exactly what yes. went down. But it was something like that, which nowadays you don't even have to resign for something like that. No. <laughs> you can just be like, okay, so. Um, and then, then he had the talk show and he probably did other things. He's a real uh, gadfly. <laughs> Is that right? The right term. And then he had a movie. Remember he that did? movie that came out about his life or about what was it called? It was it came out in like ninety eight or something. I wonder what he's doing now. What is Jerry Springer doing well, now? Where is he? Where Why are they he now? In our faces. <laughs> we should have him on the pod and just be like, "What's good? What, what is what? You know, it would be fun. I wonder if anyone on YouTube has compi- compiled all of his final thoughts. Like that mm. would be really funny. <laughs> I me. would watch that. Me too. E- I, especially without context. Cause then I'd be like, Ooh, I wonder what this episode was about. I wonder if you can watch old Jerry Springer's. You, I'm sure you can. Oh, wait, someone, someone posted something. Fuck. I'm going to have to remember what it was and we'll talk about it next week. Maybe. Um, anyway, no, I don't have anything else. No, I've watched full episodes of Maury. And Jenny Jones on YouTube before. Yes. I bet you they have some Jerry Springers, at least compilation type things. I think, I bet they have full episodes. Yeah. I've watched like full episodes of Ricky Lake. Damn. Ricky. That, that was a good one. Hugh Donahue. Wait. Hugh Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. Hugh Sorry, Donahue. I meant to say Phil Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> what if his name was Hugh Donahue? <laughs> That's a yeah. shitty name. <laughs> that is a very, that sounds like a real name. And you're kind of, the name you hear, you're like, what were their parents thinking? <laughs> Hugh Donahue. <laughs> I honestly love when someone has a fucked up name like that. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's a gamble excellent. by their parents. Remember <laughs> Phil Phillips? <laughs> Philip Phillips. Philip Phillips from American Idol. Dude. That one killed me. Philip Phillips. Wow. Anyway. We should end things. We need to leave this show. What a disaster. Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.